Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to Further Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Hope everyone's doing well in this fantastic Sunday, the 29th of October, as Aston Villa are about to take on Luton in the Premier League. It's a game I think we're probably all looking forward to after the great run Aston Villa are on, specifically the run at home. Um, I was just reading the comments there a minute ago, and I saw that some people were saying it would be peak Villa to go in to throw this one in. Uh, today and end up losing 1-0 but uh, there was also comments in there saying this ain't Peak Villa anymore and that Villa actually there's a there's a, a team in Ireland called Peak Villa and uh, they might uh, they might lose one nil to Luton but um, I'm hoping that Ireland or, I'm hoping that Ireland I'm hoping that's the Villa um, you know come out today with their all guns blazing and, uh, and put on a show for the home crowd because you know, success breeds success, winning breeds winning, and scoring goals breeds scoring goals. And Aston Villa are scoring a hefty amount of goals at the moment. So let's hope that continues. Paddy, how are you doing? I'm great, and I'm not expecting any peak Villa today either. Neither the Tipperary kind or, or the or the Birmingham kind. So uh, looking forward to a good performance and hopefully plenty of goals, as you say. So uh, it should be an interesting one. Um, I always worry when we play teams that we should steamroll. Um, I'm expecting a steamroll no matter what, but we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see what uh, what the maestro thinks with his team sheet today. But I'm not expecting any big surprises. I'm expecting a, a good quality side that's capable of going out and, and doing a number on these today. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ex- I'm not expecting this to be an easy game by any stre- by any stretch of the imagination because Luton haven't been pummeled in any game that they've played. They just haven't, you know. Um, and uh, I know we've given out dished out some heavy beatings in the last couple of weeks, but um, I think they're 
they're exceptions as opposed to the rule. And I think it's okay to say that from that point of view. You know, they're exceptions as opposed to the rule, those those uh, those games. Look, winning is winning and three points is three points. And today, you know, if results go our way today, Paddy, I saw a crazy thing up. I can't remember who had it. And I apologize if you're listening to the podcast and you had this up um, on your um, on your Twitter. <clears throat> Certain permutations go away today. So if there's a draw in the, in the Manchester Derby, and I think if Villa win 3-0 today, Villa could be in fourth ahead of Man City. Think of it. Are you thinking about that or your internet is frozen, Paddy? I'm not 100% sure. I, th- I think I have a, an internet issue. I'm going to go out again and come back in. No about it. No, about her. Yeah, I'll see you in a second there, Paddy. That's no problem. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I, I saw that today that if, if permutations go away, Villa could be in fourth. And Man City could be in fifth position uh, if it was a draw today in the Manchester Derby, um, which is really interesting because, you know, a lot of people have already crowned Man City as champions of, uh, of the league. And, and they most likely will have a fair crack off the league, if not go away and win the whole thing, um, you know, because of the quality of the squad that they have. Uh, so it's uh, it you know, but at, at ten at the ten game mark, the quarter post, I suppose of the of the league. Um, if that was to occur, I think it would be quite a funny situation. Aston Villa in fourth, Man City in fifth. Um, but look, as I say, there's a lot of permutations that need to happen for that to happen today. But Villa will obviously be brimming with confidence going into this game against Luton. And uh, I think that uh, Unai Emery isn't going to have any massive changes within the team. I think the two centre halves obviously come back in. I think that uh, you know the biggest area of discussion will be who plays in that um, who plays in that left hand side role. Is it going to be Bailey? Is it going to be um, is it going to be Zaniolo? Does he completely change it all up again and go with three at the back? You know, does he do that three at the back as well? And then then you've got Dina and and Cash, and then it kind of takes out the necessity of having that specific Zaniolo slash Bailey type player. Um, you know, so they're probably the three permutations that we're going to see here. Uh, without Jacob Ramsey being in the squad yet, so yet it will uh, kind of the 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 conversation will kind of circulate around that Zaniolo Bailey access or whether it's a fourth back or a three at the back. And I think you know we've only got less than a minute before uh, we do find that out. Um, but I'm just going to come to one of your um, some of your comments there as well. Uh, 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 Adam says, I'd prefer Man United to lose so we can go seven points above them. Yeah, I, well, look, I, I'm going to say it right now. I'd prefer Man United to lose every single week that they play, you know. So it's uh, so that's um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my take on that one for sure. Um, Jordy Villain says, We're going to struggle versus Luton. I mean, no, no disrespect to them, but we're on a different uh, We're not going to struggle, he says, but we're on a different level to anyone they've played in the Premier League so far, even Spurs. Um, just switched the Abbey for Luis in my fa- fancy Premier League, so Moose is going to get a hat trick. Uh, well, D- Douglas Luis could could be scoring for what the seventh, sixth, seventh uh, home game in a row, which would be absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, obviously being on penalties, there's every single chance that he will uh, score and 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 keep that record going. Should we get a penalty, obviously? Um, but yeah, really, really, really interesting one for him for uh, Douglas Luis today, and and uh, obviously look. There was rumours about that Saudi Saudi clubs were going to come into frame for big money in January, and uh, look, we'll see. We'll we'll call their bluff. But the team is out, so let's let's take a look at the team. And 
We have well, we have Martinez and goals, Cash, Conza, Powell, and Dina, McGinn, Kamara, Douglas Louise with Zaniolo, Diaby, and Watkins in there as well. So Zaniolo getting the nod over Bailey. The bench then has one goalkeeper of Robin Olsen, Diego Carlos, Tielemans, Treore, Chambers, Longley, Bailey, Dendonker, and Young Tim makes the bench again. Irogbunum makes the bench, uh, should I say, not again, for the first time this season, I think it is. So that's absolutely fantastic to see him in there. First time in the league, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's brilliant to see him in there. It'd be great to be able to get him a couple of minutes if we possibly could. Somebody, obviously, that the, that the club thinks very, very highly of. And uh, he's in there, he's on the bench. And uh, uh, yeah, as I say, he's uh, he's hopefully somebody that we, we might see get some game time today. But... Look, it, it was always going to be a case of whether it's going to be Zaniolo or Bailey. We've got specifically, there's there's two very um, definite camps, I think, with regards to regards to who wanted who to start today. And uh, I, th- I think it's just a good thing that we've got um, two pretty good players to be able to choose from, as opposed to having to maybe, you know, put a square peg in a round hole. Um, Zaniolo hasn't hit the heights. That's look, I think that's fair enough to say, but I don't think anyone should be given up on after five games, uh, five starts in the in 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 Villa Colours. You know, there's there's a hell of a lot of players. If we did that, we wouldn't uh they, they wouldn't even be in this team that we see out here now at this moment. You know, so um I I'm I'm not surprised that he's starting. Um, maybe Leon Bailey is preferring this new role of coming off the bench and uh, dealing with players that are maybe a bit leggy at the at the sixty minute mark. Um, and he scored goals doing that this season as well. If we found ourselves our own Lole Gunnar Solskjaer can come on and get important goals or get goals to kill off teams, well then absolutely, you know they're worth their weight in gold. Um, and Bailey will get his chance to start. And I know there's I haven't looked at the comments here after the we popped up the team sheet, but I'm, I presume some people are going to be annoyed that Bailey isn't starting over Zaniola and 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 so on. But um, you know the the method to the madness there is that maybe Bailey has found his niche within the team and and is better coming off the bench and he's more confident coming off the bench. Maybe maybe that's the that that's uh, something that uh, that has been discussed. Paddy is back. I wonder can he hear me this time, Paddy? You got me. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I got you, Logan. Clear this time, Paddy. Yeah. Good news. Um, strong team. Yeah. Good to see young Tim back on the subs bench. Mm, sure. I see people. I see people already having a meltdown about Duran, who we know is carrying a knock. So we just got. We just got to let that go and see, and look. We have. We have uh, Bertie and and Bailey in there. In, in, if we need to to call on them to change the game, but I'm absolutely uber confident. Uh, looking at what we have out there and well capable of going and, and winning this and winning this well. I think so too. I think so too. And uh, um. Like as I say, when I say winning this villa, well, I think this could be a two 0 villa. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm never likely to go out and say that we're going to batter any team because I think that's disrespectful um, to any team in the Premier League. But I, I think that this team is is more methodical, and I think that when opportunities are opening up for them this year, they're taking them. In previous iterations of this team, like I suppose even last year, you know, we were winning one 0 we were winning two one, we were winning two 0 at times uh, in games under Unai Emery. 
And what, I think what we were doing is we were being methodical and we weren't taking the chances that afforded themselves after we got ourselves into decent positions. Now what we're doing is we're more comfortable uh, as a team. There's more cohesion there. The system is known inside out, I, I feel, by every single player, which is hugely important in this team. And I think that, you know, if Villa went 1-0 up and the opportunities come, I think that they will take them. And that's that's been, a, uh, I suppose, a staple of Villa's, Villa's play this season, Paddy, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you rarely lose leads. Rarely Neil, lose leads. I'm, I'm going to contradict you a little bit. And after 13 years of other clubs not giving a shiny shite about Aston Villa, I couldn't give a shiny shite about disrespect. We need to be going out there and winning this, and winning this well, and winning it to nil today. And just to back up the back, you know, we've had some great results against great teams. These are a poor team. We need to go and put them away. We do need patience because it will take time to go and break them down. They will put up a resistance. Hopefully we can break that resistance early. If we break the resistance early, we'll break it often. And I, I'm predicting a 4 nil win today. Excellent. I'll definitely take that. Here is the... Luton team, and they've done me the solid again, as always, of putting them in their positions. Uh, Kaminsky and goals, Kabore and Osho um, are the two full backs. Oh, well, actually, Osho might be playing a centre half. Um, Kabore, Osho, Lockyer, and Mengi with Doughty in the right hand side or in the left hand side. That's that's where he's mostly played. Uh, with Nakamba, Nakamba and Barkley, uh, and then Brown, Morris, Nog, Benny, they make up their. Um, uh, well, I presume it's going to be Nakamba, Barkley and Brown with Morris and Ogbeni then playing up top in a kind of a 5-3-2 uh, formation was what, what I would say there. Um, don't know a whole pile about Osho, um, but just to, uh, as I say, that there was a, a lot of talk about them going a three at the back in this, in, in this game. Um, they've fluctuated between the four and the three uh, over the course of this season as well. Their substitutes bench is Tim Krul, Hollywood Draw, um, Adebayo, I'm very surprised, isn't starting there. Chong, Mpanzu, Giles, Andres Townsend, Johnson and Luker are on are their bench as well. So they've got a, a spattering of um, of experience there. Tim Krul, uh, obviously, is a sub-goalkeeper. Andres Townsend, um, Mpanzu came up through the leagues with them and Collie Woodrow has had time with, with Fulham and Barnsley and a couple of other teams there as well and scored goals. Um, with Adebayo, is, I, I'm very surprised Adebayo hasn't, hasn't played this game because... Uh, uh, as I say, I I, I think that he's pr- he's been a big plus point for them this season. And but hey, that's a plus point for us. I think that he's not playing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely a plus. Um, most likely uh, kept in reserve if they go and change the game and they switch to a back four. He he'd be the one that would, would you would think would come off the bench in order to try and mix it up. Um, Look, there is a, a splattering of experience. A lot of that is on the on the on the bench. Um, so it's a strange one. Um, I I would have played him. Um, I would have put Andros Townsend in there for the sheer fact he always has a great game against us. As does Chong, who's only played a couple of games against us, but has played very well. Former Blue Nose as well, of course. Um. Yeah, and then Tim Krul. I don't know what what he has to do to get in there because I think he's a much better goalkeeper than what they have in there. So uh, I'd much rather have those players in reserve than what's on the pitch. And I presume the question I'm going to ask you next, the answer is nobody. But is there anybody in that team that gets into ours? Oh, Ross Barkley, just to show the cat among the pigeons. <laughs> no, well, um, no, I don't think there is. 
I don't, I don't think there's anyone even close to it. Not even on not even on the same page. If we were buying, taking in an emergency loan, would one of them be in our team? And that's why I fully expect us to go and pulverize them today and have them completely on the back foot and just watch as they attack us from the off. Like <laughs> mm. if I had a bear was starting there, I'd make a case for him to be somebody who could come into this team and play in that uh, play that, that uh, you know in a role beside Ali Watkins. Um, I'd make a case for it. I, I really like him. I really like him as a player, um, but he's not. And you said in that starting team, so then there yeah. isn't anybody. I think that that would be there um, within that within that squad. Um, I did have a quick laugh at this, by the way, just about the Duran stuff. Richard Noah says Duran has gone to knock. I didn't think the airport would be open. Knock <laughs> <laughs> is a place in Ireland for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I was having a laugh at that as you as you were talking. <laughs> um, yeah, I look. I like like as I say, Aston Villa at home. Uh, we know a lot of people have gone over to this and get messages from people since early this morning, very early, like four or five o'clock. Actually, somebody messaged me at half one. They were traveling to Dublin Airport at that stage to be there for six o'clock <laughs> from the bottom end of uh, of Ireland, and they were driving. They wanted to get there early, um, so like. It's their 12 hours traveling nearly at this stage. So it's uh, uh, hopefully you're still awake, by the way. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, as I say, it's, it's, it's a game a lot of people earmarked. And they, obviously the return fixture in Kenilworth as well as something is a game that a lot of people have earmarked. But uh, it's not on TV as far as I'm aware, Paddy, is it? I, I no, so. it's not. No. And it's a, it, I, I think the reason we have so many Irish people over there today is for those in the UK won't know, but it's a, a bank holiday weekend here. So people can stay over and uh, fill their boots with whatever they uh, choose to fill their boots with today. And I wish them all a safe and pleasant 4-0 win today. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people asking if Ogbene would be the person that we would pick to get in the team. Haven't watched him from Ireland, I would say no. I would uh, say no to De- decent player, decent prospect, but uh, absolutely not getting in their team at the moment. Not getting into our, into our first 11. Uh, and that's fair. Like, as I say, delighted whenever he pl- throws on a green jersey. I had the privilege of seeing him to seeing him play for Limerick City. Uh, who, what would I call it at the time? Limerick FC. <laughs> I think the one we called at the time. Uh, yeah, I had the privilege of seeing him play there. I had the privilege then of, um, uh, yeah, and he tore it up in the League of Ireland and then obviously went down to bigger, better things across the, across the, the pond. But English with Richard Park says it's on via play. Okay, oh, interesting. Yeah. Because, uh, I didn't know that. I, I don't even know yeah. if we can get via play here or not, but it's worth a try if people are looking for it. Yeah, absolutely. And do not yeah. put any links in the comments. Don't just so you links know. in the comments in case anybody is thinking of it. Please do not. Uh, that's yeah. one, one sure way to get the podcast shut down. Um. Yeah, so uh, Paddy, um, John Brooks, refereeing today. We haven't done a good referee discussion in the Team Sheen Tantrum in a while, but John Brooks is refereeing today. You know, we're, you know we're playing well when we're not discussing any any referees, and yeah. they didn't exactly cover themselves in glory yesterday. Um, I saw uh, Raheem Sterling getting pushed in the back and not getting a penalty, similar to what Ollie Watkins what, at, at Wolves. I saw an absolutely embarrassing penalty given to Spurs, and the embarrassing the embarrassment now falls on the players. So Fabian Scher going down as if he'd been shot when he'd been barely even rubbed off was a disgrace. So hopefully we're not talking about these kind of things today. But same week, same shit. The the referees are just not up to it. And while while I I understood Gary O'Neill's sentiment and saying he just doesn't want to talk to them anymore. He has to talk to them. He has to tell them how bloody bad they are because some the, the league is way, way, way up here 
and the referees are somewhere way down here. It's just not good enough anymore. So hopefully we're not talking about it today and hopefully we're one of the big guys now and we can uh, we can boss the referees the way the big boys have done for years. Yeah, it's uh, let's see. As, as I say, remember you've like you've always been a big proponent of that that re- that managers should discuss referees regardless. They should never give up on discussing it. Um, the only way it changes. Yeah, yeah. You were always talking about when Gerard was over was 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 uh, our manager. You were always saying he should go for the refs like he did in 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 Rangers. It was one of the few things that you said that he seems to have learned from it. That he seemed to have learned from his time in Scotland was uh, and changed from his time in Scotland was that he is now no longer. Um, you know, calling out refs and they had to have a bad performance in post match, maybe because uh, if it's a percentage of your wages, and when he came to Villa, maybe it was too big a percentage for him to, to risk <laughs> as opposed to why he was getting paid by Rangers. I don't know. Um, but uh, look, yeah, as I say, uh, yesterday's just a piece on yes, yesterday the VAR decision in, in the uh, in the for Rodriguez goal was absolutely shocking to call it onside and then call it offside craziness and then uh secondly then that penalty in the, in the new well, it was all about where the, you 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 being the your architecture background yeah, could see that it wasn't straight that we're trying <laughs> and look yeah. th- let's call a spade a spade if, if they need to take five and a half minutes to get it right i'd rather that happen than spend the next 10 days talking about a shit show so we, we we're gonna to have to put up with the extra time, unfortunately. But if if it means they get it right, I'm okay with it. If it means they get it wrong after five and a half minutes, then there's something seriously wrong. Yeah, and that's and that's only fair, you know. Like that that is a fair thing to ask. Uh, is that listen, take your time. Fans will have no problem waiting for the right result. Um, like I never gotten bored with this whole. Oh, but it'll slow down the game. Some games are slow enough as it is. It's not like like the, the, it's a very it's it's a false narrative to say that football is a very fast game and the Premier League is a very fast game. It's not. It's become more build up based. You see Villa today. Villa won't be rushed. Villa mm. won't be rushed today. We, there could there could be an instance where Villa passed the ball twenty or thirty times, twenty five to thirty times today, um, and not get out of their own half because they might pass it around between each other at the back or whatever. That's it's it's not a fast game anymore. And if the game needs to slow down. And we get to get the decisions right. Well, then so be it. That's the sacrifice. It's not like it's helter skelter. Get the ball out, Gary Neville, like it was years gone by, or out to David Beckham and bomb up the wing, or run gigs and bomb up the wing, get everything in. It was back and forth and back and forth. Those games are uh, are few and far between in the Premier League now. Mm. Really, you know. Um, Rob P mentions about the the other leagues with the semi-automatic offside lines. Didn't we? Didn't the Premier League vote against this? Yes. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Which to me is is a bit of a joke as well. Like who who voted against this when it obviously works? We we saw it during the World Cup work perfectly and work quickly. So if you if, you, if you're going to vote against it, maybe you don't have the right to be to be moaning about it. But we certainly didn't vote for it ourselves. I mean, me and you. So we can bitch and moan all we like about it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But getting back to this to this game today, Paddy. Um, you know, obviously now that we know the team and there's like it's there's there's a lot of players in that team that are hitting purple patches at this moment in time. I'll bring back up the, the, the Villa team in a moment as we're discussing this for those who have maybe joined us a small bit later. But uh who do you think uh needs to play well today, Paddy, based on the starting eleven that we have? Uh not not maybe in a negative way, but who do you want to see go out there and light it up today? Um well the the, the only person that, that hasn't hit the ground running yet is are, are up to speed is Zaniolo. So I would love to see 
him get on the score sheet or at least create a little bit like he did last week. You know, he did. He did. He obviously, he didn't get the assist for for the goal that Dougie scored, but he played the ball into to Watkins and did well. And Watkins had, had the wherewithal to see Dougie arriving. Um, but I'd love to see him get a goal just just for his confidence. Just and and you know, if if there was ever a game for him to score a goal, it's this one. Um, they're other than Sheffield United, are probably the poorest team in the league. So we have to be targeting three points and a few goals in this one. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted he's put such a strong team out there. And uh, yeah, he, he for me, he's the only one. I, I, I hope we see a different uh, Kamara and not be as casual as he was on on Thursday night on a couple of occasions when we when we were ahead. But um, other than that, there, there's nobody in that team that, that that owes us anything. I think they've been good all year, in fairness. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I don't think anybody owes us, but there's a player I want to have a good game today and I want to see see on the score sheet, or at least on the assist sheet, and that's Moussa Diaby. Uh, since he came off with that little knock and with that that, that injury in his back, um, I'm not going to st- st- say that he's not been the same player, but uh, you know the, his effectiveness, his ability to get in and, and, and run a game like he was doing previously, um, we haven't really seen it. And that's because some of the other players have stepped up, not that he's taken a regression at all, so in a game like this today, I'd love to see him take on uh, take on defenders, get into the box and crack one into the back of the net um, because I just love him as a player. And uh, and and I want him to score to to get back to scoring goals like he was when he first when he first joined the club, which you know obviously is is, is only a couple of weeks ago. But um, he's just so exciting. He's so exciting. I want to see us get the ball to him more. And it's also a byproduct of him being double treble marked at times when the ball comes to him because everybody knows he's got this trickiness. Uh, Alkmaar tried to do it um, at, during the week and that created a load of space for other players. So, um, yeah, I want to see him. I want to see well, the him. Be- the beauty of that now is the, the only other the only other time we had players double and treble marked was, was Jack Grealish, but we yeah. didn't have the quality around them to go and make use of that space that was being created. Now we do. Now we have... The facility to bomb on and, and get the midfield support, and as we saw with Dougie Louise ar- arriving for that goal last week, so there is absolutely an out ball everywhere else, and it's because of the tight marking that that the Abbey gets. I'm okay with that. I'm, he is he is doing his job as we see fit, and he will it, it will it will come from. Um, he's definitely up to the pace. Um, you know he holds the ball up well. His passing is good. He probably doesn't get enough action in in the in the box itself, but I think that will come. I think it will come for Zaniolo. I'm I'm really really hope Zaniolo. Um, uh, look, I'd love to see that both of them get on the score sheet today and Watkins for that matter, because once our strikers are scoring, we're in good form and they'll have belief in themselves to go and score on a regular basis. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Now I'm I'm really enthused by this front three. Um, I'd still be enthused if Bailey was in there. I'd still be enthused if uh, Tielemans had gotten that start up top with Watkins and if Diaby had pushed back a small little bit. Because of what I saw from Tielemans and Bailey during the week against a really good team, a good team that's well-structured. And I think this team, Luton, are, they're, they're well-structured. You know, you mentioned, and we spoke about the players that they have. Um, and it's not being derogatory by saying that we've got a better better eleven than them. But their structure is really good. They've got a good manager that, that is well able to lay out a team um, they may not get relegated this year. I, I'm, I, I certainly am not one of the people who thinks that they will absolutely get relegated this year. Um, I think they might have enough about them from a coherency mm. point of view, and and you know they might limp their way to January and make one or two decent signings. As I say, they've they've been very kind of. Uh, 
I suppose, um, tight with the purse strings uh, because they're a club that lives within its means and they know they've got to get their stadium up to up to spec sooner rather than yeah. later. You know, they do. So a lot of the money they get would be pumped into that and probably pumped into the infrastructure of the club, which is smart. But I think maybe if they were to get one or two um, uh, defensive signings maybe and, and become a bit a bit more coherent and a couple of nil all draws here and there will never go astray for teams down the bottom of the league and uh, I think that they could certainly stay up because I like Rob Edwards as a manager and I like yeah. uh, what he's done with Luton and I like the structure that he brings to them as well so it's going to be interesting to see because we could struggle to break these guys down in the first 20-30 minutes um, or even the first half of this game that's why I'm but I think if we get an early goal, they will be forced to come out of their shell. And I think that then, obviously, we've got the players that can completely and utterly um, get in, get into those spots and spaces and 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 start to start to go through the gears if that is the case. Um, yeah. But we I, really I, think, I, I personally, I, I think they're in trouble unless they can stay within touching distance, as you say, till they sign a couple of players in January. I think they're going to be in trouble. I do believe that the three that came up at the moment, my opinion is that the three of them go back down. So um, it's it's going to take a monumental effort, and and let's face it, they have a great coach in Rob Edwards. He's he was well sought after when 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 he went to uh, Luton, and he will be after he leaves. Um, also returning to Villa for the first time, I think, um, since since he played back in the day. So uh, hope he has a good day, but not too good. I hope hope he enjoys the hospitality, but um, absolutely not what uh, what he wants is getting the um, getting the the, the three points today because we certainly don't want that. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Matt Hanlon. Thanks for, for that. And also thank you to Danny as well for the super sticker uh, there. Really, really appreciate that, guys. It means an awful lot. It keeps the keeps the train on the track for, for another couple of weeks anyway. Um, and really appreciate that support. Uh, so thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's popped in and uh, left any comment in there at all today. We really appreciate it. And that little community that we fostered around here is, uh, is why we keep coming back. So thanks a million for your time. Before we wrap it up for today, everybody, do you want to pop in your scores? We'll do a quick uh, uh, roundup of your scores. Also a couple of public service announcements. Ah, wait a minute. Where is my public service announcement gone to? Um, so for everybody out there there will be no post-match podcast today as I have to take a little, a little two-year-old girl to the fairy forest today for her birthday so there will be no uh, post-match podcast today and that will be probably tomorrow um, if I'm not hungover uh, <laughs> so that's the first public service announcement and the second public service announcement is if any of you guys are a fan of AVFC status watch-alongs this stream will kick you straight into his lobby to wait for his podcast afterwards so you don't have to leave after this just stay on and you'll be directed straight to AVFC status that's a public service announcement from for the love of Paul McGrath podcast and while, while we're on announcements um, you may remember I gave away my tickets for today so I hope Alex Nangrove and his son Ruben who's five who gets his first trip to Villa Park today has an amazing day and I hope they can bring home the three points for, for those two guys who are in there today. So uh, I didn't get a chance to email everybody back and say uh, thanks for all the email and messages that I got, but um, should I not go in the future, I will go back in and pick someone out to to, to take the tickets because I got some really heartfelt messages. So uh, apologies that I didn't get back to everybody, but I hope Alex and Ruben have a great day today. Excellent. Thanks, Paddy. And and I actually mean it when I say that. Thanks for giving away your, your, your tickets because, as I say, uh, like that five-year-old kid today, Ruben, 
hopefully, let's just say, if if it is as you say it, it's a good before and in the win against Luton, I can guarantee you in 20 years' time he will be on the halt uh, as a 25-year-old season ticket holder with his scarf and his uh, and 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 his and and, and his claret and blue one and 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 it could be days like today that start him because we've all been in that in that boat where it's that one brilliant result that just clicks you off and you fall in love with it and the atmosphere and you know being you know as a five-year-old kid being around the lads as well you know it's uh, it can be pretty cool so uh, <laughs> yeah. and hopefully, hopefully that is the case and hopefully we get the result for the guys today absolutely. So let's do a little bit of a roundup of some of your scores. Paddy, what did you say it was going to be 4 0 again? Uh, 4 0, yeah. yeah. And Walsh says 3 0 Villa with a, Luis, <laughs> with a Luis hat trick. David Style says 4 0 Villa. Brazilian Line says 3 0 Villa. Gaz Oaks 3 0. Jordi Villain 6 0. Mr. Sensible 2 0. C Line says 2 0. Rachel says 1 0. CC says 3 1 to Villa. Joseph is going for 6 0 to Villa. Uh, Blooms has just arrived at Villa Park and he's got reception. That's some going, Blooms. Uh, he's saying <laughs> 3 0. 2 um, 0 uh, for Dusty. Uh, Dickie says 3 1. Tom says 8 0. David O'Dwyer says he'll take a 3 0 win today. Junior Bennett says 3 0. John Steele is going with 2 1. Dream Villain says 5 0. Uh, Debbie says 3 uh, 0. Uh, LJM says 3 0. Uh, frustrating 1-1 one, one, says Mark Mitchell and it could very easily be Richard Edwards says 3-0 Villa uh, Tom says 45-0 I wonder is that is that a typo <laughs> when you hit the 4 and 5 at the same time um, Flange Flange 0-0-2-7 says 5-0 Mark Kelly says 1-1 one, one. Um, John Morgan calls us two legends thank you so much John uh, he says 3-0 uh, to Villa Michael, Michael O'Brien saying 7-0 with a Watkins hat-trick Diaby 2 Zaniolo 1 and Luis 1 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 yeah, yeah adds up to 7 Darren Healy says 3-1 with Zaniolo to get after Mark Michael Huggins is going 4-0 Neil Bates is going 4-1 Carlo Weather is going with 3-1 Carlo Weather if you haven't seen it has some setup for watching the podcast and matches uh, really makes me <laughs> jealous every time I see it uh, Sai says 3 Says 3 0 and 5 0 if we get up early. Um, if we get one early, should I say? Uh, I think actually, Simon must have and I had to get up early as well to travel up from Fleetwood. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, the, tra- the journey wasn't so bad today. So, Cat Cannon says 3 0. Um, Tom is saying Watkins hat trick, the Abbey hat trick, and Louise to get two. So, that's three, six, that's eight nil uh, from Tom. Um, <laughs> 3 0 says Audrey. Uh, where are we? Clean sheet 2 0 says Michael Smith. Uh, we beat Forrest. We will beat Forrest 7 0 as uh, Thomas saying he's getting it in for, for, for uh, games in the future. The Mac B says 3 0. Uh, Paul Cox is saying 6 0. Um, where else are we? Osderm says 3 0 to Villa. Uh, Michael McCarthy Smith says 2 1. Uh, PJ Coyne says 2-1 Converted Fan Wife says 3-0 and mine is 4-0 uh, Rudy Bruce is saying 3-1 to Villa Welland Valley is saying 3-0 with Nakamba OG Hattrick Bertie is saying 4-0 he's saying 5-0 today because he predicted 4-0 yesterday Dennis White's going for 27-0 MMA Shorts is going for 7-3 Ty Doyle is going for 4-0 uh, Connor is saying a, a, a close 4-0 win Um be happy saying 3 0. Matt Parker saying 5 0. Um, Spy Texas saying it'll be 1 or 2 0. English with Richard Parks says 7 2. 
And uh, Richard Edwards is hoping for the 12 wins at Villa Park today uh, after the result uh, is apparent. And I'm hoping for the 12 wins as well today. I said previously, I'm going to go with a 2-0 win for Aston Villa today. Uh, Paddy's gone with a 4-0 win. And uh, I think that, uh, look, I think we're all right to be confident. If we're doing a post-match podcast and we've lost 1-0, it doesn't mean we're not right to be confident today. That's always been a fallacy. Respect, retrospective, uh, retrospective thought processes, retrospectively looking back and trying to find holes in people's confidence based on what we know of how this Villa, t- Villa team is playing. Anybody who's any, anybody who is uh, wholeheartedly saying no, there's absolutely no way Villa can win this game is not being truthful to you. So if Villa don't win this game, it doesn't mean we're being disrespectful to Luton. We're literally just going on how good Villa have been this season. And if you can't celebrate that and you can't think the Villa are going to score two goals at home when they've done it, they're averaging three goals a, um, a game this season already, well, then I think that takes the fun out of it. So even if Villa do lose today, look, be excited about the game right now and uh, we can be as pissed off as we want about the game afterwards. That's the beauty about the team sheet tantrum is that this is a positivity zone nine times out of ten. Now that Unai Emery is here and it will continue to be and I fucking love it. So thank you very much everybody for being so positive and for being and so... To, and, and you just mentioned Alan O'Reilly from Carlo Weather. He's just, if people want to go and have a look, he's tagged us in his setup. He's currently <laughs> watching the team sheet tantrum on the cinema screen. So uh, yeah. enjoy Alan and uh, I hope you have a cold one there beside you to relax and enjoy the, the bank holiday weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope everybody is uh, is all set up and ready for uh, for this game today. Kicking off in half an hour's time. And um, we've gone a bit longer than we normally do for the team sheet tantrum. Um, I know Dale from uh, AFC Stato is going to be getting started in his stream in the next moment or so if he hasn't already started already. At the end of this, when the credits are over on this one, it will kick you directly into his stream. So stay on if you want to, if you want to go and watch the watch along with Dale. Um, as I say, we, we won't have a post-match podcast directly after this. We'll be back again tomorrow. Um, so I am... Yeah, as I say, I just want to say thanks very much, everybody, for watching. And uh, say a prayer for me. Uh, in the fairy forest today because I get scared very easily, specifically around around Halloween. Um, so I hope my two-year-old will be able to keep me uh, keep me from from getting too scared and remember my way back out of it again. So that's going to be uh, exciting. Um, yeah, so thanks very much, everybody. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, for anybody who's at the ground, roar your lungs out, enjoy it, and suck the ball into the back of the neck for a goal if you can. That'd be absolutely brilliant. And for those watching at home, uh, kick the feet up and uh, enjoy it on this wonderful Sunday. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be watching Aston Villa. So in the meantime, as I say, we won't be back this evening. We'll be back tomorrow with a post-match podcast. But in the meantime, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. Oh. I've made a ball for that. Sports Social Podcast Network.